Our emotional rager, Kid Cuddy puts it. When it rains, it pours. Whiskey bottles on the sinks and floors. Every day to find a sane's chore amidst a dream with no exit doors. Well, Mr. Solo Dolo, we have plenty of exit doors on this episode. I couldn't get through it. This is Security Today. Welcome to Security Today, Episode 2, Season 2. That's right, I'm your security industry's most raging Uncle Uncle Bear. That's B-A-E-R, so follow me right now on Instagram and Twitter, Twitter at Uncle B-A-E-R underscore, and this podcast at Instagram at Security Today Podcast. You already know what it is. Here you are at Episode 2. If you're a brand new listener, well, I got a reward for you. <laughs> An entire first season to binge listen and let it soothe into your ears. You can stay up all night long. You don't have to go to sleep. You can just listen to season one. You're welcome. If you are an avid listener, I am so glad to have you back. I have a reward for you too. It's called a hug. That's right. Go uh, When you go to work tomorrow, just find your boss, him or her, and just uh, give them a big hug. They already know it's coming. I called them early, so it'll, it'll all make sense. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. All right, okie dokes. Let's get started. I'm to talk about what we're going to talk about. First of all, we got to chit chat some Salto systems today as they're hitting a milestone in their life. And um, that is something we're going to talk about. Sorry, I lost my track on my notes. And I also have a website as a product highlight. <laughs> Get out of here. You serious, Uncle? Yeah, man, I got one. And if you uh, have heard of Brexit, well, today we're talking exit. Hardware that is. Um, there's a free icebreaker for you to use at your next party. You're welcome. And uh, I just want to touch on something just a little bit more serious right here at the beginning. As we're talking through Exit Hardware, I am going to address some hardware that is uh, built and, and designed for safety-wise for people who maybe are in a space of more... Um, unstability that would uh, try to hurt themselves. And so these ha the hardwares that I'm going to be talking about are going to help people uh, prevent them from completing or attempting uh, suicide. So I just want that to be kind of a uh, just just a heads up on that. I know that can be triggering to some people due to family members or um, maybe maybe due to to the past. But I just want you to know we will be addressing some of that later in the show. So, first of all, we're going to start with our Instagram shout out. That's right. Every single week, I shout out somebody on Instagram who's absolutely killing it. And I only have thirteen episodes. I know there are three thousand of you out there that are just doing excellent work. So don't feel bad if you don't get shout out, but hustle hard and try to get that shout out and you wear it proud like a badge put it on your LinkedIn people will know what it means and uh but I want to shout out somebody every single episode so that you can go follow them and gain uh their wisdom and their knowledge and just kind of let that community grow so our shout out this week goes to at mossman26 Jeff Moss is a locksmith a former IT guy he knows his access stuff and he's a, uh, a great Freemason and a um great electrician and so I've had the pleasure of actually knowing and following Jeff for a long time on this platform, and he is a quality human being that does quality work. So go follow him. Locksmithing is clearly close to my heart, and it always has 
uh, an amazement to me as, as I look out and see so many locksmiths out on Instagram that I meet almost daily. And they all seem to be, they all seem to follow suit with Jeff and just be excellent, outstanding people who appreciate their trade so much. And so uh, Jeff holds a ton of knowledge and is a great contact to have. So go follow him at Mossman, M-O-S-S-M-A-N 26, and tell him that you, that you heard Unk talking about him on Security Today's second episode of the podcast. It's going to be excellent. Let's get down to the chit-chat. Salto Systems, S-A-L-T-O, has reached a milestone of 100,000 access points for its cloud-based KS keys and service solution. Launched in uh, late 2012, Salto KS was the first cloud-based access control solution in the market. That's what they claim. I don't know. I wasn't around. But um, I was. I was. But I haven't heard of them until uh, maybe the last couple years. But they have been killing it since 2012. And since then, millions of Salto users have experienced the benefit of their technology, which delivers a flexible cloud-based access control management system that requires no software installation or added expense of a fully wired electronic product. Users control access for visitors, employees, or residents via the Salto KS web and mobile app, which offers full control of all functions and features, okay? So one of the most convenient aspects is that Salto KS can be managed on the go remotely and in real time via their mobile app, which allows immediate unblocking and blocking of users and offers a variety of management options. It is products like this that can save you stress when a customer doesn't need uh, your standard access control package. They just want one or two locks or their property. They want uh, to be like a spy movie where they can manage it from their phone and zip down from the ceiling like Tom Cruise. I've heard really good things from people in the industry and uh, about Salto, and they've been around a minute. So I would check them out at saltoks.com. DM me on Instagram and let me know what you think about this product. Also, if you have used them or plan to or have put them in and have installation pictures, I would love to see them. It's pretty much just an all-in-one door uh, hardware that comes in, in, you know, your standard lever set or your mortise um, latch set or something like that, and and it can all be managed from, from your platform right there. You don't have to drop a banana cable to the door or something like that. So check them out. Product highlight. Okay, so actually, it's a website. Now listen up. I know, I know. Uncle Bear's always bringing these dope products, and here he is with some virtual website like myspace.com or something. No, listen. It's actually a website called lockreference.com. And it looks like this website is maintained by one person, a skilled locksmith named Tyler, who has done an excellent job of writing very detailed and specific blogs to attack all sorts of issues from changing out solenoids and Von Duprin strikes to the basics of exit alarm devices. It warms my heart to see people enjoy their trade so much that they just pour into some type of outlet with their time and and their knowledge resource, and it benefits those around them and the community and the industry. I don't know this guy. I just actually happened across his website at some point. I don't even know how I got there. It might have been a fever dream or some premonition or something like that. But this website... uh, is from a locksmith perspective. It manages a list of data sheets and specs for access control, CCTV, safes, and more. Uh, It deals with antique locksmithing tools and safes and does a wonderful job documenting these blogs 
and uh, overviews with high quality photos. If I knew, if I was new to locksmithing, security hardware, I, I, it would be a wonderful website just to eat up information. And even being a veteran in the industry, I promise you, if you get on there for specific problems or just want, you know, the the little workarounds that locksmiths all over the country are, are getting into when they're dealing with all sorts of uh, hardware and devices, it's the place to be. Now, I don't know Tyler, and we've never talked, but people deserve credit when they are active contributors like this gentleman. So use this website as much as you can, and uh, if you know him, tell him that Ankh gave him a shout-out and try to get us in contact, because I'd love to just like be like, hey, man, I just read some of your stuff. I, I, I looked into it, and you're an awesome dude, because people deserve to know that. All right, listen, let's get into the meat of today. Today, we are going to be talking about the exit device, all right? This is a security podcast, physical security podcast, and so much of uh, the guys that I follow on Instagram are a lot of low-volt specialists, right? We deal with the electronic wiring of access systems, CCTV systems, and all of that has blended onto the network, so we're like uh, podunk IT guys now, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily podunk, but (laughs) I'm not trying to pick fights on here, but You know, we get into all of that, but the one thing that I do find sometimes if I'm not looking at a specific locksmith in the industry is that the knowledge base for the hardware on the door kind of falls short in some instances. So I want to make sure that today we're going to be going over exit devices, uh, panic devices, crash bars, things like that, okay? I want to talk about the exit device. This is one device that really spans all security, life safety, and fire industries. We all touch them almost every single day, and they are at a critical and they are a critical device when dealing with uh, securing the facility so uh, and, and making the facility safe. Exit devices are kind of like the neutral ground uh, where the World War I soldiers on both sides took Christmas off and they played soccer together. Cool story. Look it up. Uh, it's like that for fire and life safety guys and security guys which in all other aspects, these two guys are usually vying for the so- their own side over the, the other, but when it comes to this device, they, they, they both want them, and it's kind of that neutral ground. The security guy and the fire guy can kind of butt heads because we need to be secure, but we also need to be safe, and that's a, that's a gray, fine line to walk, so, uh, but when it comes to the exit device, it is the ish. Now, Tom Galipsy, in his article... Overview of mechanical exit devices for the locksmith ledger, that's locksmithledger.com, puts it like this. In simple terms, an exit device is a lock with an inside release bar. Variations include standard, fire rated, rim, vertical rod, and mortise exit devices, which we'll be going over, don't worry, and a number of uh, specialty exit bars. In a fire, or other emergency situation, a large number of people may need to exit a room or area quickly. A large group of people funneled into a hallway may count on one door to allow them an immediate exit from the building. Now, obviously, a doorknob and a deadbolt is not the best hardware to handle this situation. Under extreme pressure to exit, a knob or even a lever may bind against the door, preventing the door from opening at all. And in addition, 
If the deadbolt is locked, well, now two actions need to occur to open that same door. So someone must unlock the deadbolt and turn the knob, and what is needed there is an exit device. As we go through this, if you're not familiar with exit devices, there's probably going to be a lot of words that are just kind of offhand. So take notes. Unless you're driving, then drive. You can always listen to this like five or six times, which I would really appreciate, but just, just take notes. All right. So exit devices are designed to be installed onto the secure side of an outswinging door, which is fire code for exterior doors. In the simplest definition of an exit device, they restrict access while providing free egress. This is why they are the bridge between the security technician and the fire alarm tech. See, before exit devices, any large gathering inside an enclosed space really provided a threat to the lives of those people attending. The exit device developed in North America after several famous fires that resulted in the loss of life, including the infamous Iroquois Theater fire, which resulted in 600 people dead from not being able to operate the foreign bascule locks on the inside of the doors when, when a fire broke out. Now, early exit devices used a metal tube crossbar between two cases that were attached onto either side of the door. The active case has a latch bolt that would retract when the tube was pushed downward in a forward di direction, permitting the door to swing open. You'll see this in the industry. Sometimes they call it like a Jackson bar or a Jackson device or a push bar device. And, uh, what they're talking about is that original device. Um, and what would happen is, is that when people would, you know, crash into the door with a device like that, the latch would release and the door would swing open. And that's where we get the term crash bar. So this design is still used in many non-rated fire exit devices, especially on aluminum storefront doors and office settings and, and so forth. Standard non-fire rated exit devices can be locked down or open with a dog down feature. This allows the, do the door to remain in an open or unlocked position for an extended period of time. And the way that you do that is uh, on most exit devices, you push down on the push bar or the crash bar and with an Allen key, you can usually stick it into a small hole and uh, it's just a, like a quarter turn to lock it into place. Or on those Jackson type bars, you stick it under one of the casings on one of the sides of the doors and it's several turns to get it into a locked position. That then it remains, uh, the bar remains down and locked and open and the door remains open. So uh, fire rated exit devices offer the same features as other exit devices in appearance, finish and operational advantages except for dogging. However, fire rated hardware is constructed to remain secure for at minimum three hours under test conditions. Now the reason that they don't have the dogging feature can actually be seen in the Iroquois fire as well. Um, where several performers and stagehands facilitated an escape through the building's main rear exit, which consisted of unusually large set of stock double doors that would have normally uh, served the purpose of moving like large fly sceneries and set pieces or props into the backstage area. But when this was opened, an icy wind blast rushed inside and fueled the flames with air and really caused the fire to grow so substantial that that was probably the main contributor to that fire being so deadly. The backdraft can cause things to get out of hand very quickly. So now closures 
on doors and exit hardware that is fire rated not being able to be dogged down is uh, kind of a fire code now. So remember that the final determination for fire rated devices, whether they need to be on a door or what type of device needs to be on that door, actually falls in the AHJ, Authority Having Jurisdiction. Um, And that's usually the local fire marshal, but you need to make sure that you know who that person is and that you're on good terms with them because outside of just the standard code, they can go above and beyond how they feel uh, for a space or a site. So just make sure you know where the donut store is before you have a meeting with that guy. Now, I want to do a quick rundown of the different types of exit hardware that you're going to run into when we're out in the field. Um, Number one, a rim device, number two, a vertical rod, and number two, or, and number two, two, a three, uh, is the mortise cylinder. So you'll, you'll find exit devices in all three of these variations. Let me explain to you what these variations are. So if you don't know what door hardware is, or you want a refresher, or you just want to be like, hey, yo, Anka, I already knew all that. Ha! So, um, here we go. Rim device. Most single doors use a rim device. Now, this single point mechanism uses a spring-loaded latch, Uh, oftentimes like a Pullman-style bolt latch to secure a door. This may or may not incorporate a dead latch feature, which is the smaller steel plunger that you see on the latch on the side of the door. So imagine a lever set, and there's the latch to the door when you close uh, your front door of your house. That that latch that, that pushes out sometimes has a smaller steel bar that is on the secure side of the door if it's an in-swinging or uh, vice versa if it's an out-swinging. And what that does is when that's retracted by the strike mechanism, or w- whether it's a strike plate or an electric striker or, or something like that, it causes it to not be able to be slipped like with a credit card or a butter knife or something like that. Um, but anyways, the... The bolt-style rim exit that uh, device is relatively a new introduction sold through several exit device man- uh, manufacturers, including like the Corbin Rustwin ED5200S secure bolt. So when locked, the deadbolt-style latch extends into the strike, limiting the space between the bolt and the strike. That That's the benefit to having a rim device. Moving on to the vertical rod, which is... Uh, it's very uh, common as well, is that there are two styles of vertical rod exit devices. The standard vertical rod exit device is surface mounted. When you walk up to the door, you see the push bar, you see one bar going up and one bar or one bar rod going down, and uh, that's how you know you're at a vertical rod. And there, But there's also a concealed version, which is the concealed vertical rod, where the vertical rod's uh, and the latching mechanism is actually installed installed within the body of the door. Now, concealed or not, the latching mechanisms for a vertical rod door are at the top and the bottom, furthest from the hinge side of the door. Probably the most common application for vertical rod exit devices is double door applications where there isn't a center mullion. Uh, Depending upon the door's configuration in a standard double door application, each of the doors can operate independently, Uh, and open or close with no effect on the other door when you have vertical rod devices on there. Dogging is allowed uh, on non-fire rated. Also, some installations approved by the AHJ can have what's called an LBR feature where the bottom rod isn't present. It's just the top rod that 
that latches. That's less bottom rod LBR exit device installations are normally for interior doors or, or within the secured area. So for specifics on that, though, you can see the IBC 2009 codes, uh, th those kind of outline that. Now, outside trim may consist of none at all. It, uh, you, you see that on the backs of buildings sometimes where it's just a fire exit door. It doesn't have any hardware exit trim on the outside of a door. It can have a simple pull plate to open the door when the bar is dogged down. Uh, it can have a pull plate with a key rim cylinder in it or a keyed mortise cylinder in it um, with a, a lever handle or it can be just a lever itself. Uh, and you, you can see those all over the place. Finally, there's the mortise. A mortise exit device utilizes a bar to release a latching mortise lock. The mortise body is usually similar to that used by any other mortise lock, and then the bar uh, that's surface-mounted just connects and interacts with that mortise casing uh, through a special cam or a bar that it activates the, uh, to withdraw the latch. So Although mortise lock exit devices can be installed onto single door operations, the mortise lock exit device is often installed into an active leaf of a pair of double doors. If you have a double door where uh, one side is like has flush bolts or it's locked down in some way, or it can even have um, one, a, a device where when one door opens, you can open the active leaf, but the other door will Whole, will come back and it'll be stopped and held open until the leaf closes and then it'll close itself. Um, these are these are very common applications. Now, a wide variety of other hardware is available under a general umbrella of exit devices. Uh, alarmed devices will send a signal when unauthorized exit is attempted. Some feature a delayed egress that will keep the door locked for 15 or 30 seconds before releasing the door to open. So this deters shoplifting by giving security time to get to the door. Um, usually it's something where on the back of a retail space, you press the bar and then an alarm sounds, an audible alarm, and in 15 or 30 seconds, then the door releases. If it was a fire and someone was trying to get out, all they would have to do is sit there for just a second. Hopefully they got it, all right? <clears throat> um, other alarmed exit devices use a deadbolt type mechanism. This is like the, uh, the DTEX or, you know, the DTEX panic push, where it has like a fire exit where when you throw when you push that the alarm goes off and it opens and it throws the deadbolt type of mechanism and it allows you to exit. Um, these are all similar exit devices also. Some mechanical exit devices can be converted to electrified with a conversion kit and uh, others can't. But Von Duprin has induced or introduced the concealed vertical rod cable systems for fire rated and non-fire rated openings using the 98 and 99 series and the 33A and 35A49 series exit devices. So in place of rods, it's actually a cable that is run uh, in, in the, the chassis of the door to the top latch. Um, apparently that allows it to be fire rated even, and you can even get it fire rated on there. And the Von Duprin like 98 and 99 will come with electrified as well. So you can wire it into your access system. I'm sure 
almost every one of you listening right now knows about that. But you can badge uh, a reader and the door will open. Access devices really play a serious role uh, also when it comes to like hospitals, behavioral health and corrections facilities. So these places are at a higher risk for suicide. Um, Statistics from 2010 to 2017 show that over 70% of suicide attempts during hospital inpatient treatments utilized a ligature or strangulation point, and almost 54% of those use the door or door hardware. So it's really important in in, uh, spaces and scenarios like this that you can get something that is safe for those who are there. And Schleg um, offers a line of high-security ligature-resistant HSLR trims. Um, You can also find it by Yale and Marks. And uh, I know that the patented Schleg crescent-style handle design, which has become uh, kind of a standard for that, is widely accepted in the New York State Office of Mental Health Patient Safety Standards. So those are really the things you want. And when you get into, like, Asa Abloy, they even have ones with, like, a micro shield that's antimicrobial surface. So Exit Hardware has uh, come a long way. Let's, let's just say that. And it doesn't stop there. There's more. If you call now for nine, nine, no, I'm just kidding. It has uh, made its way into the security lockdown world too. So there's uh, the new Precision Hardware Apex 2110VI uh, series from Dormacaba is a code compliant safe egress that actually has like a thumb turn on it that gives you a visual green or red to know if that hardware is locked down from the outside. So in a uh, gymnasium or an auditorium, you can safely uh, and quickly get a lockdown status in, in, in a place like that. So look, all that to say, the exit device has come a long way from standard steel tube and exterior rods to a sweet, sweet click of the aged bronze Von Drupper 9957 three-point latching exit device. Oh, baby, yeah. That's definitely my favorite. Go check it out. You can Google it. Hey, reach out to me on Instagram and tag me or this podcast in a story or two about your favorite exit device or if you got exit device hardware that you just want to throw up and show some people. Don't forget to tag. And um, I just want to say that, that that's that's it for exit devices. So if you have any questions, go ahead and DM me. Um, I got tons of people who you can follow who deal with these things daily and post about them so and definitely check out that website i'm sure lockreference.com and mossman26 on instagram they both know enough about this so look shout out to the locksmith ledger for providing some of the uh, wonderful content of this episode check them out at locksmithledger.com uh if you're in the realm of hardware which means if you're an, uh, listening to this podcast and you touch it i am uncle bear that is at uncle b-a-e-r and at security today podcast on instagram go ahead and follow me and that podcast right now and tell your buddies tell your boss tell your cat because i know if you listen to season one you already told your mother and this is the number one podcast for physical security and life safety please 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 subscribe and go ahead and pump that out there hey i really appreciate all of you And I'm so thankful that we are here doing this thing. I will see you next week on Security Today. 